0: schools in session. This is Recruiting Daily's Sourcing School Podcast. Real talk about recruiting, sourcing, and ahem, cyber sleuthing, hot takes on sourcing tools, recruiting tech, and anything we want to talk about. With no filters. It's time to level up and put your sourcing pants on. Here's your dudes, Ryan Leary and Brian Fink. Hello, 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 Ryan Leary. What's going on?
1: What up, my man? I'm in the fifth dimension. Where are you?
0: Uh, i fifth dimension, new galaxy. Um, I messed up the lyrics to BC boys, intergalactic, interplanetary.
1: <laughs> intergalactic. All right. So we got Mr. Ronnie Bratcher on the call today. Ronnie, what's up, my man?
2: Hey, how's it going? Good, good.
1: We're all good. Hey, all right. So we've got we're we're talking about the fifth dimension, right? So way back when, what is when the fifth we, dimension? Yeah, I was gonna say way back we we have Web two O, right? Star Trek, which I think you're a fan of. Think's got TikTok, but seriously, what is the fifth dimension, man? Break it down.
2: Sure, man. So if you've known me for a while, you know usually my talks are about stuff that you would do, what I call the fifth percentile of your day or your week, uh, you know, of your daily duties, you know. So. Stuff that you can touch, but don't spend all day on because it's a time suck. So things that you can do that will probably produce some some kind of small nuggets that you probably normally wouldn't find in your normal everyday LinkedIn routine. So I call it the fifth dimension of sourcing.
0: Got it, Ronnie. You know, one of the things that, that I think though are one of the things that I believe is that when you have these types of talks about these nuggets, these 5% that you are tapping into an area that very few people are going into. Like, for instance, I remember when you did the pen tester uh, presentation previously, um, where do you come up with the idea to do this?
2: So I like to follow like, you know, really white hacker kind of people uh, just to see kind of what they're kind of doing and then say, hey, why can't we go there and try that in sourcing, right? Um you know, like one thing I'll cover, you know, in this presentation would be, you know, like everybody's so like, OSINT's such a great new thing that, you know, so cool to know it. Actually, you know, if you've been in this business as long as I have, we've been doing OSINT. We just didn't call it OSINT back then. We probably were doing OSINT before investigators were. So, you know, we've been doing, you know, this heavy duty research on you know, people and companies and locations and, uh, you know, ideas for a long time. So, um, so I just try to come up with things uh, you know another thing is just what if somebody mentions it you know I like to try to alter it so like you know um you know if I learn something from Ryan or, or Brian you know I'll go out and, you know probably try what you've learned but then I'll try to alter it into my the way i like wow. to do it that so for,
1: first off you're not gonna learn anything from me
2: right let's get that straight
1: right i'm <laughs> gonna be learning from you well,
2: All i right, learned so- a lot from you man
1: that's good oh I'm blushing so I got a couple couple things you said there that that kind of triggered some curiosity for me um you follow white hackers right so let's explain white why hat
0: hackers
2: white so hackers. people are legal. like i'm not looking for passwords or to get into your bank account or anything of that nature you know so like hmm. what i just want to find data on you you know so you know what we you know like we we're talking earlier um you know my 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 daughter's boyfriend you know when he first came into the scene he's he's a remote guy <laughs> you really want to go there I'm going. There. And, uh, so I did. I, I I researched this guy. I went and found him, and you know I found him on his Twitter. I found him on his Instagram, uh, Snapchat, and all the things that my daughter talked about about him. Uh, all the profiles match. So I felt I felt a little bit more comfortable uh, knowing that he likes to sing things like you know the weekend, which is a you know, that, that dude that plays you know whatever he plays music. So th- that's their big thing, right? And all the different. Uh, things he used like he his, he has a a weekend name or something like that so you know um so yeah i'm not looking for to get into his checking account but i wanted to find out more about his family where he's from make sure he's a real person and not a 51 year old man stalking my daughter
1: that would be awkward but I, I am right with you man i've got three girls and I think i see the face and you got one coming up, and so you're right behind us, my man.
2: Oh, <laughs> yeah, start my fire. But anyway, yeah. So yeah, that's that's kind of what I mean by like, you know, got just it. you know, from the white hacker standpoint. I'm not so, looking to do Ill- illegal activities.
1: So what? At least not on air, right? So, <laughs> so g- give us a few tips, a few a few things that you've picked up from 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 hackers that can be translated to recruiting that mm-hmm. people just really don't think about.
2: Yeah, like Instagram. I mean, um, everybody thinks that you can search Instagram. And I, when people do Instagram searching, it's like they come up with all these different photos or things that are not relatable. Uh, one thing I've found and I'll probably show in, in the presentation is how to find just the bio, you know, you, without the pictures. So you're getting, yeah, that's... you know, without, I don't, I don't need to see pictures. I just want to get bios. Uh, so if, you know, if I'm looking for a, uh, a nurse in California Let's just say something easy. You know, I, I just want to find somebody that says they're a nurse in California. I, by. I don't care about what the pictures or what conference they were at or anything like that. That's a different type of search. But that's one thing I've kind of picked up. Uh, the other thing that I've learned over, I mean, the last 13 years I've talked about is search engines, right? White hackers do not use Google and Bing. They're always using other search engines because they do not want to be tracked. So I've, that's one thing that I've always learned. And, you know, you guys have heard me talk about that talk a million times is that, there's so many different, different search engines out there right now. Um, I'm in the middle of a case study of browsers right now, too. So I'm, I'm testing browsers and seeing what kind of different results you get on different search engines and things like that. So that's Actually, Ronnie, Ronnie so anyway, I
0: meant, that's kind of I meant to, br- I mean to bring this up the other night. So for those of you who don't know, Ronnie and I, we, met up, we had drinks the other night. We played trivia. It was great. We came in fifth. Um, Ronnie, I meant to ask you, there's a lot of publicity, uh, particularly in the blogosphere, about Neva about the Neva search engine. It's being developed um, as an ad-free search alternative by ex-Googlers. Um, it is a pay-to-play search engine, meaning that you, the searcher, that you pay to use it because it's not ad supported? I think it's like $5 a month. Um, have you used Neva? Does it like, you're shaking your head. No,
2: I have not used it. Um, I, 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 I question I question the viability of people going to be paying money to use the search engine, to be honest with you. Um, it's, it's a hard call, right? Uh, maybe, maybe a professional researcher that's getting paid from my company and the company pays that bill. Uh, you know, I would say me as an independent consultant, I don't see myself viable paying for something like that when there's other alternatives possibly. And that's being such a new thing.
0: Okay, so also as we're talking about search engines, do you feel that search engine that do you feel that like search is fragmented between like Google and DuckDuckGo and XLead and I'm naming mainstream ones that I think everybody knows. Do you think it's fragmented there, or uh, do you think there are better engines that people should be using? Help me to understand that.
2: Yeah, I think there's better ones. I you know I think the majority of the mo- the more popular alternative search engines are still pulling from Google Index. Um, you know, there are a few search engines that you can actually toggle that off. Um, I think I've talked about that in the past. You can actually turn Google off. So that search engine does not pull from the Google index. So you're going to pull from other places and not pull from that Google index. Um, but I would say there's in, most search engines will definitely pull from Google and other things as well. Um, but if you get into more of a private search engine, I think you're going to find more results that are not at the top end of the Google search, they're pulling from deeper inside Google into that search engine because actually the way I phrase it is Google tells you what they want you to see and not what you're trying to pull. In
0: my opinion. Okay. Does does it work the same? Does Google work the same way in YouTube? I'm just wondering. Like I, I'm...
2: yeah, I've never used Google to search YouTube. I usually use something like Dogpile. You know, that has a good video search. You um, know, you know, still it still uses the Google index, but it definitely. For me, it does a better search. Um, I would try to, you know, try using video search engines. Um, if you look up on Wikipedia, you could probably find a, a gazillion of those. Dogpile has been around since you know I was born in sourcing, um, and it's still is still a great search engine overall.
0: Well, so, let me let me ask one more search engine question: Is that like you know Pinterest has introduced visual search as well? And a reverse image search, kind of setting itself up, is is something that's different from Google. Have you used Pinterest for any reverse uh, image searches?
2: You know, I haven't. You know, I, you know, you don't hear much about the general population talking about Pinterest. I mean, at least in my world, uh, maybe you guys have. But I haven't. You know, I was here. I hear Snapchat. I hear TikTok. I hear Discord. You know, those are the worlds I'm hearing now. I don't hear a lot of people doing Pinterest. There was. You know, about ten years ago or eight years ago, was you know a lot of flub about it. I haven't, I haven't, you know, found it to be monumental in my sourcing efforts, um, unless you guys have, and I haven't personally.
1: I'm interested how you how, how you go about making a decision on what browser to use. So you mentioned getting more, getting better results with a private browser rather than using Google, or if you're using a private private browser, private browser checking off or toggling off google talk about that a bit
2: yeah yeah so i'm you know i'm sure there's probably people that have already done this study i'm doing it on my own right now so i'm pretty much taking like you know I'm, you know chrome has been my go-to forever right i think everybody uses chrome but you know there's brave there's tor you know things of that nature um i just now started this study so i'm not can't, i can't be too inclusive about it but you know, like what I'm trying to do is take like maybe a sample of six different search engines, and go try them under the browsers and see what kind of result I get. And is it really is it really pulling data that I want to see, or is it still like ad infused? You know, like you know, driven on my search history. So I'm still in the middle of that study, and I'll probably have it done in about two months or so, um, and, and bring that up somewhere. I'm not sure where I'm going to talk about it at, but, um, but yeah, I, I think it's worthy to do other, other, I guess, browsers that are more private for yourself.
1: Got it. All right. So let's go back real quick into, into, uh, studying the, the, the white hats and give me a, give me a couple of really solid takeaways for the, for the listeners here. Maybe three, give us three things that you've found over the years that are easily translatable into recruiting that people just really
2: should know about. I think learning how to do searches, not on Google. I think that's a good one. I think keeping, I think that, you know, not even tactically, but in your mind is taking your mindset and thinking alternatively, where can you go find somebody? Um, you know, I think our, Instinct has been trained since 2005 that LinkedIn is this amazing thing. And it is an amazing tool. And I have nothing against it, but I'm just saying there's, there's, the, we're, we're so technology driven nowadays that you can find people in, in other places and track them down back to other popular sites. Uh, the third thing would probably be just continue to, and I think just is, is to continue to learn and talk and listen. Um, our community, the sourcing and recruiting community, there are so many smart people. Everybody has their niche, and I think it's great that we all kind of just entwine that circle and make it full and we're sharing that big pile of data and, and helping each other. Um, I think if you if everybody can contribute to that, uh, our community will continue to stay and stay positive, and not be um, a battle between each other, which we should not be. Uh, I think the sourcing community should be one. Oh,
0: man